Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. morning. Grant's back. Yeah, I'm here. Back in the studio. Are you feeling okay? Yeah, I feel good. How's the ED? Feel good, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. Recovered? Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. All right. So we're somewhat back to normal. Somewhat. As normal as this (laughs) show show is ever going to be. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good point. Um, We've got thanks taking... On that note, um, I think we don't really need to explain this. I think people get the idea, but we'll we'll fill in the, the details and and for anybody new, maybe uh, maybe you know you just tuned in, um, we'll explain the whole thing. It's after been a eight. couple of years since we've done it, right? So yeah, yeah. Jimmy had a good point. What we'll do today, we were talking about it on the drive-in, Grant. So today we'll set one up for tomorrow because mm-hmm. we have three of them. Yeah. Tuesday, we'll set one up for Wednesday. Wednesday, we'll set one up for Thursday. So we don't have to execute it today. Right. Um, we'll get somebody lined up, though. Yeah. And figure out it's for a good cause, too. Yeah. It's for the Edmonton Food Bank. Tommy Lee's birthday today. He is 60. The locker room topic of the day. What TV character, uh, movie... No, we'll just do TV. Let's just do TV. Okay. okay. Just TV. Just TV. What TV character... Do you think would most likely believe in QAnon? So it has to be somebody from the past. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Somebody from, from an old show, mm-hmm. not something that's relatively new. Are there any shows now where, where there's a QAnon character? That's got to happen soon. I'm sure that's a thing. Yeah. I'm sure that's that's a thing. I, I I was having a conversation about QAnon with um, a friend of mine. We were just going back and forth on on social media, mm-hmm. on Twitter, and um, and he brought up one that that I he's like, you know who would would have believed in QAnon? Uh, steaming hot pots of tea on the hottest days of the year to uh, balance out the inside and outside temperatures. See, so conversely, uh, drinking an ice yeah. cold drink on a cold day uh, actually results in a more of a comfortable body temperature. Cliff. Cliff from Cheers. Yeah, I was when you said the topic, I was thinking someone cheers because I was trying to think of like a group of people hang out together, talk. Like yeah. There's always one in that group that will be believing in that. And I couldn't tell if it was Cliff or or even Woody. <sighs> Actually, you because know what? Woody's kind of dumb. Like, Woody's yeah. You know the funny thing about this? Now I remember why this conversation started. Hmm. He sent me a video about what was it? What did they call it? They, they had a name for it, but we've lost all of these hangout places. Right. With sprawl, yeah. with everybody moving to the suburbs, there's no pubs, 
uh, church attendance is way down. Mm. Like the local barbershop thing, that doesn't exist anymore. He was saying it, it's it's having a real damaging impact on on the world because people don't have these hangouts. these little social networks, these well, hangout things that they... Also, um, phones ruined things because... Now you can just fact check everything. That's so you don't have the guys like at the bar like spouting off all these things and, and everyone just believing them. I'm pretty sure though that if if you went if you were at the East Coast direction on Saturday I, night, yeah, they probably are fighting over something that anyone could have looked up on a phone and were unwilling to. <laughs> All right, we'll do yours, Jimmy. What's yours? Uh, let me say it again so that people get what we're doing here. What character from an old TV show would most likely believe in QAnon? 100% Archie Bunker. That was up to me. I could end the skyjackers tomorrow. You could? All you got to do is arm all your passengers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and uh, we'll end with yours, Grant. Um, Frank from Shameless. That all you got? I mean, he might That's even be it? QAnon in the show. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm still here. He's always. He might be QAnon oh, in real like, life. Smarter than everyone, right? And like. <laughs> he might be Go on Q- his rants. What's and, his real name? Um, that's. Uh, oh, who played him? What's his name? Because him and his wife. His wife went his, to jail. His wife went to jail. William H. Macy. William H. Yeah, uh, his wife t- was a part of the, the college admission scandal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if William H. Macy came out as QAnon or had some beliefs in that in that regard. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. The locker room topic of the day. What TV character do you think would most likely believe in QAnon? Ryan Lindley said Dale from King of the Hill. I know what's wrong with it. It's a Ford. You know what they say Ford stands for, don't you? It stands for fix it again, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, I think it's Fiat. (laughs) That's your, yeah. The locker room topic of the day. What character from an old TV show would be most likely to believe in QAnon? Uh, this one coming in a couple times. Ron and Mike both saying Kramer. Ben James? That's all I got. Oh, you've got to have Bill's paper. What the hell is this, pennies? <laughs> ben James? That's all I got. Oh, you've got to have Bill's paper money. You can't pay with this. Look, right? I said that's all I got. Then you got no cats on there. Wait a minute, wait! Bobby, I'm going to get the Probably one, didn't need to go that long. But. One of the uh, top writers from Seinfeld, Larry Charles, actually talked about that and said Kramer would have been the, the QAnon believer would it, yeah. in, in the group, in that friends group. Yeah. I d- I, honestly, I don't think it's long. I think they wrote something QAnon related into Shameless, now that I think about it. There might have been, yeah. There was something. Well, well, Frank was always going on about but they, they, rants. They and, were filming in COVID. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure in the last season there must have been something. There I don't must, remember the last season that much. There but. must have been. Yeah. The locker room topic of the day. What character from an old TV show would most likely believe in QAnon? Kane said Red Foreman from that '70s show. Lego my ego. <laughs> hey, Lego.
go my foot in your ass. I don't know. If, I don't know if Red would have been a QAnon no. honor because he was kind of the old school. I, I don't agree with that. Head down, going to work, going to the same job every day. You know. Yeah, yeah. He stayed at the factory for forty years. There's and, a certain disconnection you need with reality and and life in to be general into QAnon. To, to be into QAnon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The locker room topic of the day. Is that you, Steve? Good morning. Oh, Elvira. Elvira. <laughs> I say it's Woody Harrelson in 2012. Woody Harrelson in 2000. Yep. For the QAnon. What was 2012? It was a, a movie. Oh, it was oh. the end of the world one, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. That was a TV show? <laughs> Woody Harrelson was in that? Yeah, Woody Harrelson. I never watched that movie. Yeah, okay. it's right. Woody Harrelson. Elvira. He thought the world was coming to an end and he was in the middle of the bush. I don't I don't remember that movie. Do you um do you know what QAnon is? Do you know what QAnon is? Yeah. Elvira, are we just gonna repeat back what we're saying to each other? Do you know what QAnon is? Explain it to me. Okay, you don't. You have have you heard about it? Yes. Okay, so you but you have no reference points. No. God love you. God. Thank you. Bye. You have a good day. Say hi to Billy Bedabada. There's something there's something overwhelmingly positive about people's lack of connection to the world around them. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I just, I, I have such an appreciation for people's ability to just stay in their house and drink all the time. Stay and in their lane. Or the outside world. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. Not worried about things they can't control. It's a gift. Yeah, just worried about if, if you, you know, next if case you're of beer. driving into work today and you don't know what QAnon is. My God, I I I love you. <laughs> I truly I truly love you. <laughs> because you kind of fascinate on some things too. Because I, they're I squirrel and and this one's this one's a tough one to get right. This one when you dig into it and you find out what it is and and what people believe man this will this keeps you up at night mm-hmm. there's people walking around and there there's someone listening right now that's mad that's like thinking about calling or texting us to tell us that uh, you know that pizzagate is real <laughs> There, it's it's happening. Yeah, it's someone's mom or uncle or someone. It's always my friend's mom's. Yeah. It's always the friend's. It mom. used to be yeah. the dad, but and I, we've only said male characters. I think during this topic, but it's, it's in my experience it's prevalent it's, on both sides. It, of the it gender. seems to be uh, my yeah. friend's moms are all QAnon now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have this gift, but I know what QAnon is. Okay, what is it? The, the conspiracy people thing, the thing, you know, think the, I can't explain it, but I do know what it is. <laughs> That's the explanation in Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two. The Locker Rooms, Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Mini Me. It's like Minute at the Movies, but shorter. Jimmy, what classic horror movie did Dave and Christy want you to watch? 
Night of the Living Dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Stop it. You're ignorant. They're coming for you, Barbara. <laughs> so it's a for one, cult classic, right? Yeah, it's night. Uh, this was the 1968 version. It was actually the version I watched was black and white. Does it, it hold up? Uh, I don't. Still scary? No, it was more freaky than like the like there was some jumpy areas, but it wasn't really scary. It's sort of hard to explain it. Like it's. It's zombies, right? It's all zombies, but it made no sense. Like, they go to, like, it starts out with this brother and sister. They go to their mom's grave to, you know, fix the gravestone or something. And then all of a sudden, all these zombies, zombies start attacking. And then you hear on the radio that it's taking over the world and it's everywhere. And it's just, you know, zombies trying to get into the house. Ever zombie movie? I think we looked at it. Really kickstarted things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's been remake that probably wouldn't be as cheesy as this, but it was like, well, they did a he did a bunch of these like Day of the Dead and like it was a whole series he turned it into. He turned oh, okay George Romero, but it, like it, like it was all like they were hearing about what was going on on the radio, and they had the horse uh, horse house boarded up. I, it was okay. It wasn't scary. The thing for me with these with these cult movies is quite often you have to be, you have to be a, a huge a super fan of that genre. Usually they're like nerds that are like I'm a nerd for zombie zombie movies, movies yeah. or you know horror movies in general. Like I think this is a movie that Rob Zombie, the musician who does horror movies now, cites quite often. Mm-hmm. Like as and he's he's over the top about this genre right yeah anyway yeah like what are you I, giving it i gave it a one whoa a one one out of five you one out of like five it. really no uh again it didn't really stand up it was really cheesy it was kind of the same stuff over and over again okay even when the little girl turned and started eating her dad um it got a little it just wasn't that scary that's a walking dead so it must be a zombie trope. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Isn't it? that from the first season, the pilot episode? There's a little girl zombie in that one, yeah. Yeah, I think she's eating yeah. her, her, the face of her old man or something. But I refuse to, during the month of October, watching any of these in the dark. I make sure I have every light every on. Every light the, on, all the windows it, even, open. Even invite Bonnie during, and Red during up. the day. I was saying that, like, I started watching, we started watching one of the new seasons of American Horror Story last night. Yeah. I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> and I'm typically not a, scared of this stuff. It just... Just got into you. Oh, that like, show is so dark. Like, when yeah. we were talking last week about the fact that I was going to have to do horror movies again, I was having nightmares <laughs> about movies that I watched last year. <laughs> well, like I said, bring Bonnie and Red up. Yeah. Uh, no, Grant needs, Grant needs some ivermectin. You got to touch base with Red anyway. Get the crew up there. Get me some ivermectin. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Did you guys see this on the weekend? Elon um, Musk unveiling yeah. um, a new robot. Optimus. Optimus. It's a humanoid robot. What was the movie, Jimmy, you'll remember this. What movie in that series did they go and they kill the creator of Skynet? Are oh, they you're attempted talking, you're, to? You're talking... Uh, Terminator. Terminator. That was the second one. The second one. The best uh, one. The, yeah, it T2 was. T2 was the best one. It definitely was. That's the one where... Uh, where the what's his name was it was a kid 
Is it time? <laughs> to start talking about that? To kill Elon? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I... Hasn't he come up with, like, a bunch of different robotic stuff? Well, he's the one... He's got that company where they want to put a chip in people's brains. Yeah, um, and he's making pigs yeah. do backflips right now and stuff like that, right? <laughs> but he's not even... Like, there's companies that are even further advanced than what Elon's doing. Yeah. He just kind of gets the headlines because he's Elon Musk, right? That's a good point. The richest man in the world, and... And they always make these things so innocent, too. Like, they had video of this robot watering plants and waving at everyone. Exactly. They make them seem like, it'll water your plants for you. That's my point. (laughs) It'll water your plants, and then when you turn your back, right? It'll get rid of you. Yeah. It's going to kill you. I think, listen, if there already isn't a conversation about protecting mankind and getting rid of guys like Elon Musk, there should be. I think I think it it definitely needs to be something that we take take more serious moving forward. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm listening to this uh, to these audiobooks, the Jack Carr books, and I'm on the fifth and final book, and it's taken a weird turn. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's about I I think about a quarter of the way in, and he's being introduced to this robot right now, this quantum computer. <laughs> named Alice and I'm like this is weird it's getting real now yeah yeah and I'm like I well I was thinking about it when I was driving in this morning that's where this book this series needs to go right yeah about a computer that's powerful enough to to spy on us all it's funny even in this I'm reading an article on the BBC about it and they even have a section in here called the Terminator path and so they're like will these things kill us yes no, they will. They're going to start. Look at that. Do you trust that? Would you have Optimus in your home? Absolutely not. He says within the next three to five years, they'll be mass produced and you can buy one for about $20,000. Yeah, they're going to take over the planet. Well, how many people are going to bang them to? Well, <laughs> and that's why they're going to take over the planet. They're going to be sick of that. Yeah. Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. There was a study done about men and clothing, and what this study revealed about men is that we might be in a bit of a rut with our clothes. According to this very important research, over half of men wear the same clothes to work every single week, and one in five will wear the same shirt three times in one week. We know what we like and we hold on to it. Hey, if you think we wear the same shirts a lot, you should see our underwear. We hold on to those until the last thread gives way. At nights, when it's quiet, you can actually hear our underwear screaming from the drawer, begging to be set free. The average man also only wears about 40% of his wardrobe. So he's got a closet full of clothes. He only wears 40% of it. And that's because 40% of his wardrobe is what he bought. The rest is Christmas gifts, birthday gifts, or surprises brought home by his wife or girlfriend. You know, I just think you would look good in better colors. You need bright in this. You need brighter colors, more pastels. We get a suit for high school graduation, and we wear it until it dissolves. And don't worry, Terry. I think that Def Leppard shirt still looks good on you. 
The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Speaking of clothes, upgrade your wardrobe today. Get ready for the upcoming season with your very own Decades of Disappointment t-shirt. Text Jimmy for the link to shop. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Beautiful day on Saturday. It was great weather. Oh, that was amazing. Such a good weekend. Um, the wife and I uh, spent the weekend at the new place. We've got the suite in the basement. Yeah. And we're renting that out. And we had to get it ready. We had to clean it. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we spent quite a bit of time. Plus, we're going to get it ready fence. for Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy is not going to be living in that suite. Thank God. Uh, they told me the rent is about four times that that I'm, in, that I'm already Hallelujah. paying. That was on purpose. <laughs> Anyway, um, had to get the, the the posts for the fence painted. Mm-hmm. So we're just get, getting set up to move in, right? Um, and I said to the wife, I said, let's take a break. Let's, I've got tickets. Let's go to the game. Mm-hmm. So we hop on the old LRT and uh, zip over to the game. And we're hanging out in what we refer to now as the new rutting section. Now, to annoy Jimmy, we just go to where he goes. Yeah, we go under the big screen. We, yes. You know, so uh, I haven't gone to the games in a while, unless yeah. I know you guys aren't going to be there. He gets mad because we hang around and people stop buying him beer. Yeah. So we're all sort of standing there, and um, w- people come and go, right? It's the new rutting section, yeah. and, and someone might recognize people are us. walking by. And- whatever. And, and so I had my wife there. Grant has his wife, Mac, there. And, um, well, there was an encounter with a... Regular listener of the locker room, mm-hmm. right? And something was said to this person yeah. that she probably didn't understand. Didn't understand or even hear, I don't know. I don't even know if she heard it. I, I think just didn't understand, yeah. I think we're hoping that she didn't hear it because what ended up happening was it was a case of mistaken identity. Yeah. Th- this individual does look a bit... Like Shirley, Auntie Shirley. Auntie Shirley, who does afternoons here on cruise. Yes. Once it was pointed out, I was like, oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Y- yes. Now, I know that the person that said this is mortified <laughs> that she did it. Yeah. Right? And I think everybody's just hoping that we can all move on and everyone will forget. Forget about it. What happened. But I'm suggesting we the- call her. <laughs> No. And tell her what happened. I see. I don't think we do. Like you talking to the listener? Yeah. Yeah. I, no, because that was suggested. And I was like, no, I think she just doesn't understand what, like, didn't get it or didn't know what was said. And so I think you just forget it. Move on. What do you think, Jimmy? I say call, but it's just, you know, if it was me, we would be calling. Oh, he wants to call because that's what we would do. If I made the mistake in identity and this kind of happened, we'd be, we would have called already. That's, but, a, that's a good I point. I don't know if that's true or not because this but, isn't about... But the this thing isn't is, about this isn't Jimmy a, or, or no, no, this isn't about else. me, it's though. About, it's, it's about somebody else. But it's not even the person that said it that we're worried about. It's that the person... Who heard it, who had it said to them? Like I don't May think she knows she's not aware it. of anything. So why why bring it up and then and then she's like, Wait, what? You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of get I think that there's a, too. I think there's a better chance that she's sitting there going, 
What? <laughs> <laughs> and there's an explanation for it, a legitimate explanation yeah. that kind of gets this individual off the hook that said it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's my thought. <laughs> I think we just move on. <laughs> just ignore it? Yeah. All right. We can do that. We don't want to hurt any feelings. Yeah, right? we don't want to hurt feelings. But what if, what if she's sitting there at home going, what the hell? <laughs> if Why would she, she if, say if that? Really if, this, react? if this person actually got it, they'd be texting in right now, though. If they figured yeah. it was them. Because we're talking about it, even yeah. vaguely. And even vaguely, they would be aware. They'd be like, oh. Okay, all right. Here's what we'll do. If we don't hear from this this person that should know what we're talking about, by the end of this commercial break, okay. then we won't, we, we'll let it. Well, let sleeping dogs lie. Is that the saying? I think that's the saying. That's fair. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think that's the saying. And Rob the Dick wants to rent your basement suite. Yeah, no. (laughs) He lives in Houston. How is he going to be living in your basement? (laughs) Six grand a month. (laughs) In the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. Okay, did we hear from her? No, we did not. Okay, all right. We'll move on then. I just think it's... An explanation would make everybody feel better. Yeah, potentially, or it could... But there might not be an explanation needed. Yeah, that's the thing. It was so quick, and it moved on so fast that... That you, you're yeah. you're not certain that she, she caught it. Yeah. Okay, all right. By the way, we had the most ghetto um, tailgate ever before the football game. I, I saw awesome. pictures. <laughs> Which is somebody offered us tailgate spots at midnight on Friday for the game. So we pulled up. Chad Cook opens the hatch of his car up. There's one single case of beer. All right, we're ready. Guys, boiled hot dogs. Everyone else, everyone else's tables and tents. Didn't didn't you have like a axe throwing? We had a camp stove. Games. We had a camp stove that we didn't have a table, so we had to put it on the sidewalk to cook. (laughs) Ah. Funny. Uh, <laughs> by the way, we've got a uh, episode. Well, what is this? This is a poem. Jimmy sheets yeah, himself. Yeah, this is a Jimmy sheets himself. Okay, that's coming up. Time now for another poem from Jimmy sheets himself on the locker room. Soon, Alberta says goodbye to our premier. On this day, we should chug a beer. Our man from the trailer park will soon disembark. Still in his mom's basement. We are waiting for a new leader placement. So a new leader we will see. That person will shout in glee. Much of the same, it will will stay. Our future still will be gray. The king of the trailer park will soon be gone. Our entertainment will see its dawn. Time to say goodbye to Jason Kenny. One like him... There is isn't any. You <laughs> put a stutter in there, then it rhymes. <laughs> the struggle's real. <laughs> nice work, Jimmy Sheets himself. There we go. A poem for the outgoing premier of yeah. Alberta. You're in the locker room 
on 95.7 Cruise FM. Was Tom... Was Tom Hanks promoting something? Is that why he was doing? He's got the new Pinocchio movie oh, out. Oh, that's and stuff, what it is. But he was talking about filmmaking and how he was saying like no one's really ever figured out what makes a good film or not. You kind of just make a movie and then it's that's interesting coming from Tom Hanks. <laughs> he said no? in his career he's only made four pretty good films. What is what he said? Um, he didn't say what they were, um, but there's a lot of debate about like okay, what's Tom Hanks' pretty good films? What are his four big films? Okay, well, yeah. I, gotta, I, I wish I he would have said guess. what his favorites Not, are. Uh, Forrest Gump. That has to be on his list. I, I was. I did a list on Cast Twitter. Castaway. Yeah, I had both of those on mine. No. Castaway. Uh, I love Castaway. I really like that movie. Where we were just talking to the ball. Yeah, that's a great movie. Um, no. That, that, no, that? you can't put that in. Uh, you can't put yeah. Castaway on the list. No. Not when you have Philadelphia... Saving Private Ryan, Forrest Gump, Apollo 13. I mean, you might as well put Splash on if you're putting Castaway Castaway's on. in a great movie. I don't know what you're smoking. He There's never no watched way. it. He talked to a, to a volleyball. It's but to stay alive. Have, wouldn't you, if you left, if you were marooned on a de- okay, desert yeah. island. Why don't you, we do this, Jimmy? Why don't you run off and see if you can get some money to make a film about me talking to a volleyball? Let's see how far <laughs> that goes. Because the thing is, though. No, it was about is, survival. Is it was a movie of survival. As you talk okay, all the time, let's strip me naked like, and throw me into the wilderness with a volleyball and I see if watch I that. if Dude. I can get if you guys can get some money to make you, that film. You, you can't, haven't actually you seen can't Castaway, go an have you? hour without no. talking to someone. <laughs> I don't actually like, like Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's what I say. Like you can't go an hour without talking to someone. There's no way that if you were left on an island for years or months that you wouldn't talk to yourself. I'm not or a disagreeing volleyball. with you. I'm telling you, you're. Di- you're stuck in this defending talking to a volleyball. He was nominated I'm for a, about Academy Award for that movie. one. It is a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. He almost won it's, an Oscar for it. All right. He was nominated. What did so. he win an Oscar for? He won an Oscar for Philadelphia, right? Uh, I think he did. He had to. I, he won Best Actor for that. He had to. Have. He's won a bunch. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look. He's, here. he's won more than a couple. Yeah, I, and I think the he, last time. So I think he won something for. He got Forrest best Gump. actor for Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. For, Forrest Gump. He's on a bone two actors but to receive them back to back. Solely, that's the one where he was the. That's a good pilot. movie, but I wouldn't say that's one of his best. Yeah, Sully's the one where he um, he crashes the plane in the just but, uh, yeah off of JFK. Into the river. Into yeah. the river there. Yeah. Um, so on my list, I had Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan, Castaway, and Apollo 13. You didn't have Philadelphia. I didn't put Philadelphia on there, no. And I also didn't put... Um, um, there was another movie there. Catch Me If You Can. I thought it was a really good movie of his. Yeah, that's good, too. Um, Toy Story. <laughs> It's a great movie. See, Toy Story is... That, I don't that count actually that. is a good movie, I don't though. count that as a Tom Hanks movie, though, just because it's voiceover. I don't, yeah. But The Green Mile, I was going to say. The Green Mile. That's See, a there's movie. a conversation for yeah. The Green Philadelphia Mile. Philadelphia and Green Mile were on my list, as well as Cast Away. Sleepless and- in Seattle. Yeah. It's okay, Jimmy. <laughs> I cried, too. You've got mail. <laughs> I've never watched either of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tom Hanks movies. His four best ones. His four best ones. I mean, he's been working for so long. I think everyone would agree that I think where you're going to run into some difficulties 
Forrest Gump and Saving Private Ryan are the two guaranteed that he would have put on that list. Yeah. And the only thing that I can I I would suggest might be an argument for Castaway is I heard an interview one time of him talking about that movie. He has a real soft spot in his movie and in, in his heart for making for that, that movie. For some reason, I don't know why, but he talks a lot about the difficulty of that one and and the risk that he had to take and a bunch of stuff. Hmm. So you might be right about Castaway, but... <laughs> Captain Phillips is a good one. Captain Phillips is a good movie. It's a good movie. Is that... For, like he's made more than four really good movies. Oh yeah, um, even Big was a great movie. But but the thing is though is <laughs> Big was awesome <laughs> from when I was a kid, right? So was Splash. <laughs> I've never seen Splash. The thing so is, was, was, Howard was. is is some people are their biggest critics. So he says he's only done four good movies. How many movies has he done? He's probably done like fifty, hasn't he? This list I'm looking at his top movies. There's 52 on. 52. So he's not ranked them all from best to worst. Okay, well, what's the top five on that? The top three are Toy Story. The top four are Toy Story. And then Big is number five. Okay, well, that's a stupid (laughs) list. (laughs) You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So the beginning of the year, Jimmy wanted to do a weight loss challenge and you had i thought you had a really good idea on yeah, how to so, do it too. so my goal is to lose 20 pounds over the length of the of 2020 2020 mm, he's 2022 he's, he shifted that though 2022 so we're, we're not much time left here so no, 20 the pounds goal in was 2022. In the first six months, you was, were going to lose 20 pounds, yeah, yes, and then and you were going to try keep to it off. keep it off for the month, uh, for the last six months. Yes. Because you you figured you'd be able to lose, because you lost 20 pounds in like three months in one challenge. You went hard, yes. though. Yeah, yeah, you quit oh, drinking hard. beer, you were like... And yeah. I was angry for three months. Three Weird. Three-ish. Three-ish. You got got three months left in the year now. Yeah. Right? So, where where, (laughs) where are we at? You wanted us to guess. You guess how much I've lost. So, you wanted to lose 20 pounds. What were you? You were like 142 or something. 141. Jimmy's four feet tall. Okay, 141 pounds. And you, when you played with the um, with the with when the I, little I played with the basketball team, I weighed one ten or between one hundred and one ten. Uh-huh. Okay, I but you wanted to get there. back down to at least one fifteen, one twenty, one twenty. Okay, all right. Well, one twenty would be fighting weight. That would be Jimmy. yeah. You would be He'd ready to step into the octagon. Yeah. See, I I said this a couple of weeks ago. I think. That I thought you might be losing weight, and then you said no, you hadn't. I I didn't think I had. I thought you had. So Grant, you go first. So I'm gonna say, let's just say you've lost three pounds. Okay, what's your guess, Locke? I'll say you've lost seven. I gained ten. <laughs> <laughs> I now weigh 151. I weighed myself on Friday. Jimmy sent us an email on Friday. He said, we need to do an update on my weight loss on Monday. I gained 10 pounds in my weight loss. That's muscle. No. It's not going 10 pounds of muscle. Pants that fit me loosely before barely fit me now. That's when I decided to weigh myself. I was trying to be optimistic, but... 
I sort of thought that that might be the way things were going, just based on on your struggle to put the seatbelt on in the mornings. (laughs) 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 The drive-in is like he just goes beet red. (laughs) Trying to get the seatbelt on. It's not quite that bad. Well, for about ten kilometers, I got this. When he gets that new alarm on the seatbelt, when he gets that new chair at work, you'll be able to just to drive it right into the back of your van. It's not powered. All right. So what's the plan? Three months? You just going to starve yourself? No beer for three months? I haven't quite decided, but I am. I, I need to lose again. One fifty is pretty bad there. Like, I mean, for you, it is. When my fighting weight was one hundred, <laughs> when twenty years ago I weighed hundred pounds. I always love doing that when I'm watching UFC, and I'm like, oh, I gotta fight that guy. Hey, that's the weight class. <laughs> Get over two, here, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> two thirty. Like I'm almost at Brock Lesnar's. He'll, he'll kill me. Or in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. I had man. Four or five people tell me how great that that uh, Jeffrey Dahmer thing on Netflix was. Yeah, so I've I, had a few I people s- tell me that too. I started watching it. It's got huge ratings. Like so many people are watching it. Yeah, I uh, I dove in. I watched like a couple of episodes of it on the weekend. I started on Friday. And uh, it's freaky. It's yeah, yeah. It's disturbing. You know what's also disturbing about that show is the more you watch it, you're like, why am I? Why do I like Jeffrey Dahmer? Right? Like, you kind of cheer for his character at some points, and you like, and then you remember what he did and who he was. But yeah, yeah. There is so, there is like, an element of that. I understand where you're where you're coming from. Yeah. Just because it's such a, he's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite in some dis- ways. The dysfunction of it, yeah, right. And and well, and he, the way he was abandoned by his family and kind of left on his own since he was a kid. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Something there, something happened to him too when he had surgery. It, like I think, yeah, they talked about his hernia surgery when he was four. His personality changed. There's right? more. There's more too. I mean, his mom was a drug addict. His dad wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's lots of elements. It's, yeah, it's it's creepy for me. Like I don't watch these shows. Like I didn't no. watch the one with Zac Efron playing what's his not Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. I, I heard that one was really good. Mm-hmm. I just I'm not a, a true crimes guy. And I, and there's I always find the ones that like I can watch Breaking Bad. I can watch Sopranos, but they weren't real. Yeah, right. So there's this separation that I have when. I'm watching something that I know that actually happened, and I, I have a, a a very strong, for whatever reason, I have a very strong memory of that story, mm. and I remember following it in the news, and yeah, it's well, and it was just crazy. crazy how he got away with it because he was, you know, he lived in a poor community, yeah, and it was gay black man essentially who the police didn't care about, yeah, and like so he just kind of got away with it for years and years and years. It's really good. It's really well done. That if, Evan Peters is an amazing actor. I can't get past how much he looks like McDavid. He's in all the. <laughs> he's in all the. I was telling you, I started a different season of American Horror Story last is night. He in that? He's in all those seasons, pretty much. Is he? Yeah. He and he does creepy roles, all of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, if you're um, if you're a fan of this stuff, you probably already gravitated towards it. But if you're not, 
I don't think you should watch it, Jimmy. No, I've. It's going to be a rough mom- month with you with the with the horror theme for midget at the movies. Yeah, I don't know if you need to yeah, add this stress yeah, to your life. <laughs> I'm already having nightmares. I don't need that stuff. You're in the locker room on Nutty Five Seven Cruise FM. Started using my show as a as a way to get things. Yeah, right. And and self services and yeah. selling things. And Facebook's good for it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I want to. They get this weird thing with our place. Like every every lock in our building, this new house that we bought is a different key. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Why did they do this? It's 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 crazy. So you got a bunch of keys for everything? So yeah. And and anyway, I uh, said to the wife, I said, we should probably um, get a locksmith in. And she's like, oh, I'll leave that with you. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. So I grab my phone and I put a note up on Facebook. I'm like, anybody have any recommendations of a locksmith? And... I got a bunch, bunch of jokes, which is fine. I love it. Yeah, I said I, I use uh, White Locks from Tabers, who does all my locks with it. <laughs> anyway, I get this message, this DM from this guy whose buddy does it, and he's, he's like, I can set you out with my buddy. I'm like, really? Like, uh, this just seems like an awful idea. I, I was kind of wondering, like, what kind of person becomes a locksmith? Like, well, no, what that has kind to be of a family trade? What kind of, what kind of guy does this on the side? <laughs> I have friends in basement. I have friends that do weird stuff like that. Like, oh, criminals! Like replacing <laughs> chips and windshields, and like. I, I get, yeah, that is weird get, side. I get side that. hustles locksmithing, but I'm not going to get David's buddy Jerry to come to my house and redo all my locks. Keep a key for no. himself. <laughs> so I'm on the right page here with that. Yeah, I think. I guess. Okay, it doesn't really you. seem hey. like something somebody would do as a hobby, right? <laughs> locksmithing. I think I'll take the guy. From the business <laughs> that probably has like a business license. No, I probably have somebody in my neighborhood that might be able to hook Security you up. Security clearance. Yeah. Just some little things like that. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast, making radio great again. Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 957 Cruise FM.